It's been almost two decades since we started our journey to educate and help you take action so you may better manage your financial future. Our goal is to help you accomplish your life's purpose. This podcast reveals financial tips, strategies, and insights that will help you to set your financial goals and guide you along the way. This is Managing Your Financial Future, brought to you by the advisors at Lucia Capital Group. Now, welcome back. Managing Your Financial Future as we try to do here on this podcast just about every week. Johnny Dean here, moderator, host, interviewer, and uh, all that stuff. I'm not an advisor. I want to remind people of that. I'm not an advisor. Uh, it's it's important, at least, for me to uh, uh, mention that to folks. Uh, but I've been hanging around this guy so long that I feel like I'm at least uh, uh, close to it. Professor Rick Plum, who actually is an advisor. You've been doing this now for well over 30 years, right? That is correct. Yeah. Long, long time. You've been meeting with people. You've been talking to people. You've seen a lot of different situations uh, <laughs> over the years. And over the years, we've seen th- different things enacted. Uh, Roth IRAs. Now, those came into being... The, the, the Roth IRA, uh, 1998. Hey, the I, first I year for a Roth IRA was 1998. Uh, first year you could put money into a Roth was 1998. That opened up a whole lot of different uh, possibilities, did it not, Professor Plum, from a financial planning perspective? Well, it did, because uh, many years before that, a lot of people who had 401ks lost uh, the ability to contribute on a deductible uh, standpoint to a traditional IRA. So other than putting money into the plan at work, your only other option was to save on an after-tax basis, and you'd have to pay taxes along the way when you hopefully had gains and or interest dividends and things of that nature. The Roth IRA opened up another savings opportunity. Well, you obviously don't get an upfront tax deduction, but you didn't have to worry about taxes on the earnings forevermore and yeah. uh, after that, at least while you're alive. And so, yeah, well, actually taxes, you don't have to worry about if you do it right. So it opened up a nice little savings area. Um, the rules were slightly different when they came about. Uh, you you uh, had different income limits. You couldn't convert uh, like you can now, regardless of your income. You had certain income limits you had to stay within when you were converting. So it was just a, a little bit different, but they've opened yeah. up and that was Roth IRAs. Yes. Um, but you, And it was only Roth IRAs at that time. It wasn't for a couple of more years before they allowed 401k and other salary deferral type retirement plans, 403bs, uh, 401ks, things of that nature, 457s, to have a Roth component to it as well. Now, you, you've said before, the Roth component is really kind of the tax component of this. So you have your IRAs, and you have a Roth tax-type IRA, and you have your 401ks well, you, you and You have Roth. the traditional retirement savings plan, and you have the Roth retirement savings plan. You have traditional IRAs, traditional uh, uh, Roth IRAs. You have traditional 401ks, you have Roth 401ks. Um, and, and these are all the salary deduction plans. This is only available for money that you as an employee are putting into the plan. It's not available for money that the company may be matching or putting in the plan on your behalf. This is money that you're taking out of your pocket and either putting into an IRA or you're taking out of your pocket via your paycheck and putting it into a retirement plan, 401k style, salary deferral plan. So the question first becomes, which should I do? Should I take the tax deduction now and then pay taxes later on or do I forego the tax deduction today so that I can have tax-free income in the future for retirement? 
So I that's, suppose this is where the financial planning part comes in. I mean, there it, it didn't make everything easier so much. It just it, it added a component when we it added, added the Roth. more flexibility, more options, more options. Yeah, with yeah. more options, become you know technically the more options you have, the more uh, complex it is. Sure, because options are choices, and when you have more choices, you have to decide. Well, if I only have the choice between one or two things, that's one thing. I got a 50-50 shot, I guess, of, of being right. But when you have several options, uh, it, it, it takes, I guess, a little bit more planning and a little bit more knowledge. Well, I, I you, you mentioned the Roth 401k, and I talked a little bit about, I, I kind of teased this last week, uh, and we tease the Motley Fool all the time, which is, they, they, they have some interesting, the website Motley Fool, they, they, they have some interesting discussions, but uh, I look at them as maybe purveyors of hyperbole more than anything else. Um, I, I would be careful about any website or anything that, acting on that kind of stuff, uh, because you're in individual situation is always different. But this article I saw, three drawbacks of saving for a reti- for retirement in a Roth 401k. Now, I guess, Professor Plum, could you make an argument that, you, that there are good things and bad things about investment options? Well, yeah, there's always good things or bad things, and they change depending on your specific situation. The thing that is good for one person may be a bad thing for another person. Yeah, and so I want to go over these very quickly uh, with you. They offer three drawbacks, and I just wanted to get your feedback on this, uh, if you would. Now, they said in this article, these days a growing number of 401ks uh, offer a Roth savings feature. And yes. they work as follows. They say you put in money on an after-tax basis, so there's no immediate tax break on the contributions. But once invested, your money gets to grow tax-free, according to this. Gains in your account aren't taxed, and the withdrawals are tax-free once you're eligible to start taking them. Now, they did say there are plenty of good reasons to choose a Roth 401k, but here are some drawbacks you need to know about. So let me run these down for you, if you would. And you can comment on them. Uh, number one, they say there's tax bracket risk. Now... Their argument is that when you put money into a Roth, whether it's a 401k or IRA, you're taking a gamble, namely that your tax bracket will be higher down the line than it is now. Um, So they say, let's assume that right now you fall into the 22% tax bracket based on your filing status and income. And they say, well, what if uh, by the time you retire, you're in the 12% bracket instead, assuming there is a 12% bracket at that point, since these things can change. They say suddenly you're saving a lot less. So in other words, what they're saying in this article, Professor Plum, is that you're, you're taking a risk that you will be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. What's your thought on that? drawback. Well, I, I think that is a very true statement. However, the article is three drawbacks of saving in a Roth 401k. This is a drawback of saving in a Roth of any kind. You know, if you have the ability to take a deduction versus using a Roth option where you get the tax free at the end, that's the problem with the decision. You have to make you you have a at least you can get a good idea of what your tax bracket is today, but looking 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years into the future, that's tough to know what your retirement tax bracket's going to be. So you have to make that decision. So I mean, that the tax bracket risk isn't specific to uh, saving in the 401k with the exception of anybody, regardless of their income level, can contribute to a, that has a Roth 401k option at work, can contribute to the Roth 401k option. You know, if I'm making three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year or more, I cannot contribute directly to a Roth IRA. I'm way over the limits. But if I decided that I wanted to, I could 
put it into a Roth 401k. There's no income limit on who can use the Roth 401k. So it, now you have a decision to make. Should I be getting the tax deduction today or should I get the tax free later on? People will say, well, if you're making three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, why wouldn't you want the tax bracket? Tax and, deduction, you mean? Yeah, the tax deduction. I'm sorry. And for a lot of people, that's kind of a no-brainer because <laughs> you're right. People, if they're making that kind of money now, depending on their age, they'll probably be in a lower bracket when they retire. But just you know, the other week, I was speaking with somebody who has a pretty good-sized pension. They've been saving since they were basically newborns. They've got tons of pre-tax money. They are going to be in a very high tax bracket in retirement unless they do something. And so while they have the option right now of putting $26,000 on a tax deductible basis, they are 50 years of age or older, into a 401k, they are choosing to not do that. And they're choosing to put the money into a Roth 401k and build up as much tax-free money. They're going to save the money one way or another. So they've decided that the tax deduction today is not as valuable as the tax-free income in for retirement. So people would go the other way because they don't have umpteen billions of dollars in tax-deferred money already. <laughs> but some people, they are gonna, it can go both ways. So it's a matter of you have to look at the situation you're in and where you expect to be to see which is appropriate for you. Yeah, it's interesting uh, as you talk about that, that somebody who is, it would seem like an obvious choice, as you said, you know, take the tax deduction now, but that's not always necessarily uh, going to be what's right for you. So what you're right. saying is the tax bracket risk exists whether it's a Roth 401k or Roth IRA or Roth right. anything. And I, I've gone to the other side. I've, I was speaking with somebody who is in their 50s, but they have not saved hardly anything. They're not in a high tax bracket. They're in the 12 percent bracket now. Um, they're not going to have extravagant you know, a retirement. They're going to have a, a comfortable retirement because they are starting to save now. But you're thinking, well, if they're in the 12% bracket, the Roth will, will do a lot better for them than the, the getting the deduction today. And actually, no, because based on what their savings, unless they can earn you know, 30%, 40% a year, it's unlikely they will be even paying any taxes in retirement. So getting the deduction today is still better than tax-free later on, because likely that IRA is going to be tax-free later on in essence, because they won't have a tax bracket. So it's very dependent upon your specific situation. And it goes down to whether it's a traditional retirement savings vehicle, IRA, 401k, 403b, 457, or a Roth. And it's all about you and what's going on in your life. Yeah, your goals and all that. Well, see, that, that just uh, kills the whole, whole idea that uh, rules of thumb always work because uh, you've just pointed out that they don't. So they say that there's tax bracket risk. Um, <clears throat> you're saying it's it could be it, it's there it's no matter true. what. It's true. There is tax bracket yeah. risk, but it's not specific to the 401k. So that's one of the drawbacks. Here's the second drawback, according to this article. Uh, required minimum distributions, RMDs, remain in play when you have a Roth 401k. Now, here's what they say. Retirement plans don't allow you to keep your money in there forever. Rather, once you turn 72, you uh, have to uh, take required minimum distributions, RMDs, the exact amount of which will hinge on your age and your account balance. The only retirement plan that doesn't impose an RMD is a Roth IRA, which means if you keep that money in a Roth 401k, these mandatory w uh, withdrawals will still come into play. Now they say the good news is that with a Roth 401k, RMDs won't increase your tax burden since the withdrawals are yours to enjoy tax-free. But if your goal is to leave some of your savings to your heirs, a Roth 401k could get in your way. So what they're saying is you got to take RMDs. That is true. But is it really that big of a deal if you can get away from that situation very easily 
by transferring the 401k money to Roth 401k money to a Roth IRA when you leave employment. Now you've got a Roth IRA which does not have a required minimum distribution. So, yes, the required the the 401k, the Roth 401k does have the disadvantage for older individuals that they have a required minimum distribution if they are not working and they have chose for whatever reason to leave the money at the 401k. Now, on the other side, it's very easy to get around this issue. Like I said, if you're not working for the company, you can just roll it to a Roth IRA and be done with it. Plus, you got more investment options that way. On the other side, if you're still working for the company, unless you own 5% or more of the company, you don't have our RMD, even if you're 72 plus. So this one, while in theory, it is a down, you know, down part, a downfall of a Roth 401k. It's just so easy to get around. It's not a big deal. You said you can you can transfer it to a Roth IRA. Explain yes. very quickly Convert, how that works. Rollover, yes. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Explain explain how that works very quickly. How what you have to do. Well, it's just like when you retire from any company that you have a four hundred one k, you can leave you leave the money at the four hundred one k, or you can roll it to an IRA. Traditional goes to traditional. Traditional four hundred one k goes to traditional IRA. After you know, Roth four hundred one k goes to Roth IRA. So you just fill out the paperwork at the company, open a Roth IRA at wherever you want to open your Roth IRA, and have them send the check directly to the new Roth IRA. And are there any taxes that need to be paid at this point? There's no taxes. It's a, it's a tra- tax-free rollover. Everything's fine. Now, the one key here is there is a five-year rule for Roth IRAs, right? Yep. For Roth 401ks as well. So I may have started my Roth 401k 10, 15, 20 years ago, and I've been contributing to it, and I've built up a huge portfolio. You know, I've put in a couple hundred grand, and it's worth, you know, 500 grand. I'm making numbers up. Uh, I do not have an IRA yet, a Roth IRA. I retire. I move it all over to my Roth IRA. And then I decide, you know, I want to take some money out. It's not all tax-free now. Why? How long have I had my Roth IRA? Oh, about two days. <laughs> Is it the I only Roth you have? Rule yet. So, so you, would you have to have had no other Roths in existence in your name? No, I want to have a Roth IRA for at least five years. So, if you're if you've got a big Roth 401k and you're thinking about retiring in the not too distant futures, three, four, five, six years from now, open a Roth IRA if you can. And even if you only put a thousand bucks in it, five hundred bucks in it, get the five year clock ticking. So that you can say, yes, I've had a Roth IRA for at least five years. So, yeah, so that would be an issue. You're saying that would be an issue only if you had no other Roths in your name. Is that right? Yep. If you do not have a Roth IRA in your name and you roll over a Roth 401k into it and then want to take money out of it, you do not. You haven't met the five year rule yet. Yeah. Something you got to be aware of. Now, let me ask you one last question on this particular RMD thing uh, that we were talking about with the Roth 401k. Uh, What if I do all that, but I've got matching contributions from my employer in my Roth 401k? What happens then? Well, if you have matching contributions in your Roth 401k, somebody has broken the law. That doesn't happen. Matching contributions do not go into the Roth. They go into the traditional side. A matching contribution is a pre-tax contribution to the retirement account. There, there is no post-tax matching contribution to a Roth IRA. So you've got two so separate accounts in, in my, this case. Uh, $10,000 a year and the company matches five, I have 10000 in my uh, Roth 401k and I have 5000 in my traditional 401k. 
Yeah. So so you've got two separate accounts in this case. I just wanted yeah, to. And so at that point, I would roll the traditional money to a traditional IRA, and I'd roll the Roth, IRA, uh, Roth 401k to a Roth IRA. Yeah, I didn't mean to suggest it's that they were putting matching funds into the Roth Now, 401k. the other side of it is for some people, and it's becoming more popular lately, there are after-tax dollars in traditional 401k accounts, where I put money in and I did not get the upfront deduction. Well, when I retire, I can roll that after-tax, not any of the earnings on the after-tax, but that cumulative after-tax contribution to my 401k directly to my Roth IRA. And because it's all after-tax to after-tax, no tax, no fuss, no muss. No fuss. No, we are fussless and mussless. But if case. you roll that to a traditional IRA, please do not do this. If you have after-tax contributions in your 401k, your traditional 401k, make sure when you leave employment, you transfer that money to a Roth because if you transfer it all to your traditional IRA, you are now going to be stuck with a form to fill out every year to get a very small portion of it out tax-free, or you're going to pay tax twice. Is this that famous 8606? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which we could probably do a we could probably do a whole other podcast episode on 8606 on form 8606 and ways to get out of the 8606. Uh, all right. So there's your RMDs. Here's the third. This is again from the article. Three drawbacks of saving for retirement in a Roth 401k. The first one they said you have tax bracket risk. Second one, RMDs are still uh, in play when you have a Roth 401k. So here's the third one. They say fewer investment choices. Uh, generally speaking, according to this article. Uh, 401ks offer a narrower range narrower range of investment options than IRAs. For example, with an IRA, you can generally buy individual stocks for your retirement portfolio, whereas 401ks limit you to funds. Fewer investment choices could translate to higher fees and a harder time meeting your personal goals. So that's something you'll need to consider uh, if you're set on housing your savings in a Roth 401k. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know where the fewer investment choices translates to higher fees. If you're looking at one of the largest 401k type of plans out there, the Thrift Savings Plan from the federal government for government employees has probably the fewest investment selections available. And it's one of the cheapest plans going because they use five index funds. That be it. You've got five choices. And the reality is it's one of the popular plans because it is so simple. You're not analyzing a hundred different options to determine where to put your money. It's it you it's very simple, very straightforward, very easy, and people tend to do very well with it because it's so simple and it does not have higher fees. But the fewer investment choices, going back to the name of the article that we were talking about, is the drawbacks of a Roth 401k. That's just a drawback of any 401k. Again, it's not specific to the Roth. It is an issue. They have fewer investment options. You don't have brokerage op options. They typically have a set number of mutual funds, sometimes a lot of them, sometimes only a few. But as I mentioned, having a few good choices in many cases is better than having a whole lot of choices. Yeah. Have you, and, uh, 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 you, some 401ks and some Roth 401ks even have brokerage availability, meaning you can pretty much use any investment out there. But unfortunately, the news for those investors hasn't been good. 
they tend to micromanage and emotionally manage those funds and screw it up. Yeah, we, so, we've talked before about one of the benefits, a couple of the benefits of the 401k. Number one, uh, you're, 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 the fewer choices you have, oftentimes the better, as you just said. And the other one is that it's a kind of, in many ways, a set it and forget it kind of thing where it's you're not micromanaging it. But if you have the opportunity to do so, that may it, 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 it may come back and bite you, right? Right. If you have brokers and you have the ability to buy different stocks here and there, you start becoming a, a, a market timer, a guru. You start believing your own press clippings and you think you're invincible. And then you get emotional about it and tend to screw it up. <laughs> um, but fewer investment choices is an issue with a 401k. But now if my choice is, do I use a Roth 401k or do I use a Roth IRA? Now they're talking about the disadvantage of a Roth 401k. As opposed, so, I would assume, to a traditional 401k. So, no. They're, in this case, they're talking about fewer investment choices. So that means that if I'm talking about Roth world, I have fewer investment choices in the Roth 401k than, say, the Roth IRA. I'll have the same investment choices in 401k versus 401k. Well, yeah. That, yeah so I, this I, has got to be a comparison between Roth IRA and Roth 401k. If I've decided that Roth is the way to go and I'm under 50 and I can put $19,500 into my Roth, but I can only put six into my Roth IRA, where's the disadvantage? I mean, I, I would rather have the ability to put 19500 into the account than only six. And I'm sure that the investments that I'm putting together, even if they may not be as good as the ones I can find in my Roth IRA, just the sheer volume is going to do better than having a six thousand dollar only contribution. So if you can, you're saying if you could put nineteen or twenty thousand dollars a year in, even over three years, even if the investments don't do as well as maybe in a in, in, in a in a Roth, Roth IRA, IRA, I've got all that extra those, those contributions potentially. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you it's should... tough to get six thousand dollar Roth IRA to grow as well as a nineteen thousand five hundred dollar contribution to a Roth four hundred one k. Yeah, in spite now, of what. So the fewer investment choices, it's just just part of life. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's the worst thing in the world. Uh, I still think that they can be a good idea for the right people, going back to option number one, depending upon your brackets. But you know, a lot of these things are interchangeable, too, because there's times where doing a 401k traditional contribution brings your income down to a point where you can actually contribute directly to a Roth IRA. Whereas if you did a Roth 401k, now you can't do the Roth. So it all comes down to how much can you afford to save? How much you know, taxes are you going to pay? Which one works best for you? Are you eligible for the backdoor Roth even so you could do both of them anyway? If you, or you already have IRAs and you can't do the backdoor Roth. There's a lot of planning options here. And with planning options, you get a little complex. They didn't really mention that in that article. I'm kind of surprised. Motley Fool? Well, it's because oh. it's probably limited to 1,000 words or 500 words. <laughs> Which would be pretty tough. Uh, we're kind of limited on our time, too. Uh, if you need some more information on this stuff, uh, you can certainly get in touch with us. Uh, that is a wrap for this week. We do have lots more to come. We're hoping to be back on time next week. But, but uh, Professor, I think you're, you're – are you traveling? Is this, is this what I hear? Do I hear a rumor <laughs> that uh, we talked about moving last week? Uh, is this what uh, you're helping some family members do? I am doing a cross-country road trip with uh, a U-Haul or some kind of furniture-moving vehicle. Now, are you driving the U-Haul, or so, or, or are you driving interference? Are you driving the the the, the, the I'm not Camaro blocking. or the Trans Am? As a blocker, you're not doing uh, that. See? I couldn't find a speedy enough car to drive his blocker. Well, you know what? It's because it's because uh, you know your partners didn't shell out enough cash. I was just wondering if that was going to be. So, are you going to be actually in the U-Haul? 
Yeah, I'll be uh, Jerry Reed on this <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. All right. Uh, don't, no don't, man. He's bounding down. That's right. Don't let your dog out near a lake. You know what I mean? Oh, because no, that's, no. that's going to put you way behind. And whatever you do, don't stop at a truck stop and insult any of the dry, uh, diners, okay? Because yeah, And I won't insult, insult any of the motorcycle riders there. No, don't do that because we all know exactly how that's going to turn out. About as usual, right? <laughs> I'll lose. <laughs> You'll lose. I lost. Uh, anyway, well, we hope to have you back uh, in time to do the next one. Uh, that's that's our hope. But either way, we will be coming back for more podcasts as soon as possible. I do thank you, Rick Plum, for the financial insight. It's always great to have the advisor's perspective. And by the way, if, if you want to learn more about the Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, strategies you should consider, uh, don't just go to articles online. It's not a good idea. Uh, find out whether you're able to reach your goals or not. Uh, you can get in touch with Professor Plum or any Lucia Capital Group advisor at this number, 800-644-1150, 800-644-1150, or you can just go online at luciacap.com. You can also sub- uh, subscribe to our podcast there. You can get us uh, all kinds of different topics, luciacap.com. Uh, they, they do this every single day at Lucia Capital Group, and of course, as always, they're ready to help you out. All right, for Professor Rick Plum, Certified Financial Planner Professional, I'm Johnny Dean, podcast host, Eastbound and Down. We'll talk to you all again next time. The information provided should not be considered specific tax, legal, or investment advice and is not specific to any individual's personal circumstances. To the extent that this material concerns tax matters, it is not intended or written to be used and cannot be used by a taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding penalties that may be imposed by law. Each taxpayer should seek independent advice from a tax professional based on his or her individual circumstances. Different types of investments and or investment strategies involve varying levels of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments purchased and or investment strategies devised by LCG, will either be suitable or profitable for client's or prospective client's portfolio. Thus, investments may result in a loss of principal. Accordingly, no client or prospective client should assume that the presentation or any component thereof serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice from LCG or from any other investment professional. You should always seek counsel of the appropriate advisor prior to making any investment decision. All investments are subject to risk, including the loss of principal. This material was gathered from sources believed to be reliable. However, its accuracy cannot be guaranteed. These materials are provided for general information and educational purposes based upon publicly available information from sources believed to be reliable. We cannot assure the accuracy or completeness of these materials. The information in these materials may change at any time and without notice. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities. Investment products described herein may not be offered for sale in any state or jurisdiction in which such an offer, solicitation, or sale would be unlawful or prohibited by the specific offering documentation. Roth IRA earnings will be taxed at ordinary income rates and a 10% penalty tax will apply if withdrawn prior to age 59 and a half or within five years of the date the Roth IRA was established, whichever is longer. IRA withdrawals will be taxed at ordinary income rates. Withdrawal prior to age 59 and a half may also be subject to a 10% penalty tax. Traditional IRA account owners have considerations to make before performing a Roth IRA conversion. These primarily include income tax consequences on the converted amount in the year of conversion, withdrawal limitations from a Roth IRA, and income limitations for future contributions to a Roth IRA. In addition, if you are required to take a required minimum distribution, or RMD, in the year you convert, you must do so before converting to a Roth IRA. Examples cited are hypothetical, are for illustrative purposes only, are not guaranteed, and subject to potential federal and state law amendments. There is no guarantee that you will achieve the results discussed or illustrated. Rick Plum is a registered representative with and securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor and member FINRA SIPC. The investment professionals are affiliated with LPL Financial and are conducting business using the name Lucia Capital Group, a separate entity from LPL Financial.